everyone, and welcome to United Teachers of Lowell's Straight Talk podcast. This is Amy Bisson, and I'm here with Mickey Dumont. We are the hosts of this weekly podcast produced by and for members of the United Teachers of Lowell. In our weekly podcast, you'll hear about local, state, and national issues that affect our members. You'll also hear about some of the accomplishments of our members, and we'll keep you up to date with news and decisions that impact all of us. Today, we thought it'd be fun and informative to talk with Marty Cohen, Lowell Public Schools Social Studies and Science Coordinator, and Patty Myers, STEM District Specialist. We're talking to them not only about their areas of curriculum expertise, but also about some of the ways curriculum specialists like Marty and Patty support teachers across our entire school district. Marty and Patty both have been leading the district through training and guiding staff in everything from new standards developed by the Department of Education to providing up-to-date resources like the FOSS kits and Children Discovering Justice curriculum materials. We're talking with Marty and Patty about some amazing ways social studies, science, and STEM are integrated into the curriculum starting with kindergarten all the way through high school. We'll also talk with Marty and Patty about some workshops and training opportunities, as well as plans for future explorations. We'll post links on the podcast website, utl495-straighttalk.com, so be sure to check that out, too. So we're here with Marty and Patty talking about science, social studies, and STEM today. And I guess the first thing we'd like you to talk to us about are some of the exciting things that are going on curriculum-wise this fall in the Lowell Schools. Okay. Um, in the uh, from the social studies side, we have um, Generation Citizen coming into all grade eight classrooms. You spoke with Mike Nagel earlier about the program, so um, it's an exciting program. It's action based, project based. Uh, it allows students to have a voice and to have it heard while learning what it takes to be an engaged citizen. So we've just run a PD for all the grade eight teachers and we're implementing five schools in the fall and three schools in the spring. Wow. And that, that is a really cool program. That Marty, what grade levels are involved in the Generation Citizen? At this point, it's going to be grade eight across the district and then there's some high school programs mm-hmm. as well. Okay. And that's a pretty powerful program for I've people who that. haven't um, experienced it. Mike Nagel also has a podcast on here talking about it specifically. Mm-hmm. So we'll link to that in our notes at the bottom. How about science and STEM? So we're continuing with our STEM clubs at all middle schools. Students stay after school with an advisor or two, um, preparing projects that are independent research that they highlight at the district science fair, which will be held in February. Mm-hmm. We're also starting a Girls Who Code at all middle schools and the high school. That's funded by Kronos at Eastern Bank with the help of Project Learn. All the elementary schools have uh, the FOSS kits, which they're implementing. Um, they have one kit in the fall, then they go into engineer challenges, and then they have another kit um, in the spring. That's pretty cool. And the, uh, the content literacy teachers who are at all the elementary schools are then going to um, cover all the other standards not covered in the FOSS kits. Mm-hmm. 
So speaking of standards, I know the state has changed that a little bit. Do you want to talk a little bit about some of the changes that have happened over the last couple of years as far as uh, particularly science standards? Because I think they're the newest, or maybe uh, I'm wrong. Well, science standards have changed, uh, and we've been transitioning over the last three years. So at this point, we're just addressing just all the new standards that the state have, have sent out. Uh, like Patty said, the content literacy work alongside with us to make sure that we're, we have no gaps and we're covering what we need to mm -hmm. um, for each of the physical, life, and earth science. The standards for social studies just changed and were just adopted at the end of June. So therefore, it's the Generation Citizen is perfectly timed. It's a civics-based focused curriculum now for, uh, for social studies. Um, and we also have, again, the content literacy pickup um, where some of these pieces are, are not covered in the elementary. Sure, sure. Interestingly, uh, we were talking off mic about the the uh, ever-present state assessment mm -hmm. for social studies, and that may look a little different. Yes. Yeah, so in the future, not sure exactly when it's coming about, but the there will be a assessment, um, but it will be a project-based assessment, not multiple choice or fill in the blanks, but something more project-based. So we're hoping this Generation Citizen prepares our students to yeah. do such a, an assessment. Sounds good. Marty, would that also be at every grade level? Third I'm, grade not, up? I'm not sure. They okay. haven't identified which grade level that would happen. Right now, fifth and eighth are science. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm not sure where they'll fit social that studies. That makes sense. Yeah. Hopefully not fifth and eighth Same. again. <laughs> Um, Pat, you want to talk a little bit about STEM things that are going on in the district? Sure. So um, uh, during the, um, the school year at the elementary level, um, about December, uh, all the schools do different engineer challenges going on. Mm -hmm. um, so each uh, grade level has uh, three to four different challenges um, that the kids do. They go through the whole design process. Uh, from where they have to uh, think about solutions to the problem, they have to come up with a design, they actually make it, test it, and then go back and improve it. So can you expand a little bit about that? First mm -hmm. of all, my first question would be, does everybody get a choice in which design or which... So each grade problem? level is given uh, four uh, different district-wide. So depending on how much time... Uh -huh. is available to them to to some schools do all four some might do three of them I see so when um, we provide all the materials um, for the teachers so they don't have to go out and buy anything um, the same with all the FOSS kits uh, whenever they're out of out of something they use it up a consumable they just fill out an order and um, and then we get get it give it to the science lead teachers yeah. who then give it to them I don't think people realize how much prep and material is involved in science. It's such a cool subject to work with children on, but there mm -hmm. is a lot behind it. Right, and I know when I, before the FOSS kids came in and I used to teach mm -hmm. science, I had to go out and buy all my own things. Absolutely. I was constantly buying things, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, baking yeah. soda and vinegar and straws and all those materials, which yeah. now the city, we provide for all the teachers That's so they terrific. don't have to go out and, and purchase anything. That's, That's a terrific. big help. It is a big help. I'm curious what a typical day would look like for both of you. Oh. <laughs> is there a typical do day? You, <laughs> do you travel together or do you separate and, you know, one take the elementary one day? How, how does it work with you? I think, well, we have one base is at the Bartlett School. So that's where our science center is. So okay. that's where all the materials that she mentioned with straws and cotton balls and everything. Mm -hmm. And we store the kits that aren't being 
used at some point. Um, so that's kind of our home base that we work from, obviously, mm -hmm. in the office. But a typical day is not typical, I think. Okay. We kind yeah. of, you know, who's covering which school, who needs what. We like to support the teachers, make sure they have what they need. Um, so you could see us out on Merrimack Street, lugging and tugging black and white boxes. Yes, or, and we have. <laughs> yeah. um, so it, it can be anything from that to trying to, you know, uh, generate some funding for support of some of our programs so okay. that it could be you know that type of thing so mm -hmm. more just-in-time support how would a teacher or, or principal or administrator let you know they needed some additional support in science social studies or stem they just email us they, i mean yeah. i've been reaching out to um, the elementary principals trying to get into some of the cpts so i can mm -hmm. You know, provide services for the elementary teachers, um, show them what FOSS has to really offer. Uh, we are going to be providing uh, PD for uh, the elementary and middle school teachers that are new to the district or new to the, the grade level because there have been a lot of switching there grade have levels. Been. There have been. So, so they need the training, too, even though they might have used a FOSS kit mm -hmm. in a different grade level. <clears throat> do you do any coaching or modeling with the teachers? So we do. We don't have a coach like the ELA or the math, but we have lead teachers, and this will be our second year. Mm -hmm. And the lead teacher is a a teacher in the school um, that is, you know, chosen to be the lead. Mm -hmm. They're the go-to for um, teachers if they need supplies and materials or need to reach us as well. Any updates or, you know, professional development opportunities mm -hmm. are go through the lead teacher. So we have this kind of liaison between the curriculum office and the schools, which we've never had before. They also do a lot of the picking up of materials um, and delivering our live materials, which we do pass out in the spring. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. The worms. <laughs> <laughs> And I do go into, um, some of the teachers will reach out to me and ask me if I could come in and launch one of the units or a lesson mm -hmm. for them that they might be a little unsure of or just an extra set of hands because, as you know, science, sometimes, sometimes when you have yeah. 23, 25, 26 kids in your class, you need, you know, an more, extra than, one, hand more than one more, adult in yeah, the class. More than so, appreciated. So that's, you know, more than happy to go out to any schools. So I'd like to talk a little bit about some of the things I've noticed happening in the middle school, particularly in the summer, Marty. Mm -hmm. um, it seemed like when I was teaching a course for LTA, there was something also going on for middle schoolers. So we have a idea camp mm -hmm. that happens in the summer, and it used to be design camp, but it was over at UMass Lowell, and then we were able to bring it over into the Lowell School, um, kept the same workshops, but we trained teachers, so all the the um, teachers and the lead teachers are Lowell Public School teachers. Great. So we were able to get them to take over the workshop and then infuse some of their you know, standards in there without kids even knowing that they were happening. Um, we had some funding issues with it last year, but mm -hmm. we've been in touch with UMass Lowell and they're looking to host us, even though it'll still be a Lowell Public School program, but we'll be using the space over at UMass Lowell. So I think it'll be a great experience for students oh, sure. to work in the engineering rooms and the labs and get to you know have lunch in the cafeteria and feel oh, like they're sure. on college campus. Yeah. So we're hoping that that expands what we can do offer kids come this summer. Great. I know I've seen 
kinetic sculptures from time to time with little public schools on them. Is there something going on uh, as far as the kinetic sculpture race from within the district? So the STEM school, this will be their second year participating uh-huh. in the kinetic sculpture. Last year they had Cheeseburger in Paradise. This year I think there's a jungle theme going, but we'll have to see. But the race is Saturday and we encourage everybody to come down and see. Um, the students themselves cannot ride on it. The rules have to be 18 and over. I see. Um, but they yeah. ride alongside on their bikes. They're called barnacles. Um, <laughs> and they can, you know, um, you know, encourage everybody. And I'm, if you're not familiar, it has to be a human-powered contraption that travels over cobblestones through a mud pit and then a swoosh, as they call it, into the Merrimack. And so oh my gosh. last year, the kids, you, they were so excited mm-hmm. that one young man said it was the best day of his whole life. So <laughs> it brings art and engineering and ingenuity mm-hmm. to life. It does. So, so uh, Saturday, and it's September 22nd. I was just yeah. looking up the date mm-hmm. in case people are listening to yeah. this next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Saturday the 22nd starts at 10.30 down on Market Street, and there's all sorts of activities for kids yeah. along with music. and. So what is the actual course? Travels down Market Street, um, up through past the high school, Father Morissette, mm-hmm. into the Songus Arena where the mud pit is. Yeah, I had heard about that. <laughs> um, from the mud pit, then they have to travel up Father Morissette over the bridge, University at Bridge, and mm-hmm. down to the um, boat launch on the uh, Merrimack. Wow. And, and hopefully comes, they're, they're afloat when they get they in are afloat. <laughs> <laughs> When they come back out of there, they go up on the beach, they have to come back and they have to get themselves back to Market Street. Oh, oh my goodness. So it's quite a long course. It is quite a long That's course. That's a challenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Hmm. It's and exciting, it, though. It's great to yeah. hear that there are students in the public schools participating in this mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So they learn mm-hmm. a lot of skills in engineering oh, yeah. and without even realizing what, you know. Is there any competition with that between the schools at all? This is the only school so far that has participated, just the STEM. So we're hoping that the other schools get a little jealous and want to kind of take on that challenge. Let's say the gauntlet is thrown now. (laughs) (laughs) It does sound exciting. So we talked a little bit about new standards from DESE in, I think, social studies. Social studies, Mm -hmm. yes. New ones coming in science. They've just or, been changed oh, right. over the last three years. Of so course. We're pretty set, hopefully, <laughs> mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, next generation of science standards were the ones that were national. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lowell, t- Lowell and well, Massachusetts took their take on those and modified them so there was more engineering embedded in there. And um, as Massachusetts does, they like to put their own stamp they on do. it. They so. do. <laughs> they do. That's great. How about upcoming in this new school year that we've just begun? What kinds of things do you see coming that might be of interest to people that are listening. I know you talked about the science fair and that. Yeah. All right, the science fair. So, And, and the new one is the uh, the girls who code. Oh, the girls who code. So yeah. that's the, that's obviously for girls after school in the yeah. middle school. And um, we got a couple grants from Eastern Bank mm-hmm. and Kronos. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, at, there's going to be two sessions, one in the fall and one in the spring. Um, and at the end of each session, um, the girls will um, go to Kronos and have a tour of Kronos and kind of present what yeah. they've learned and things and who that knows, done. you might have some budding engineers in there. Right, absolutely. In a yeah. field that is... It's exciting to go to that... Like 90% like, oh, men. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, we, we just left this morning. We were over at the Greenhouse School. Mm-hmm. They're developing a makerspace over there. Oh. Um, so they've cleared the space. They're starting to get some equipment in there. So that will be, we saw a young man using the 
fab maker mm -hmm. making a mask and you know kind of engaging uh -huh. him in there um, there's also a makerspace at the Bartlett <coughs> School um, so Craig Kaminsky is our teacher over there and he's kind of a resource for all these new developing makerspaces that's he great comes with a lot. yeah um, Craig was one of our UMass interns um, that worked with us in idea camp and then um, as one of our after-school advisors and so we continue that with we were a work-study site for UMass Lowell mm -hmm. so we have students that do their they have to work so many hours to get their grant funds and so we hire them to work in our schools either as tutors or at the makerspace oh, nice. yeah. um, and it's helpful and most of them are STEM majors we advertise it that way so they come with um, some nice interest in that, and they're working right with our kids. They're great role yeah. models. Mm, terrific. Well, we're also working with uh, Mill City Grows. Oh, um, yes. And we're, um, they're going to, we're going to create a new uh, sensory garden out at the day school. Now, the new day tell me what a sensory garden is as opposed to a vegetable so garden. So as I've been researching it, um, it's uh, a lot of plants that the um, kids out there will be able to uh, to feel. They'll have a different feel to them. I they'll see. be able to smell them. They'll have a certain smell. Um, they'll have, like, some chimes in there for, you know, using all the sensors. Um, there'll be maybe some waterfalls, so little garden that's pretty cool things. yeah and that's at the new day, the new school, day school yes that's yes so true. we're working on that right now and there are um, gardens in just about every school now just about everyone um, the daily school may possibly get a new one this year also we uh, we have a team um, that just got together over there a team of teachers so hopefully uh, the daily they they're right now the only middle school that doesn't have a garden oh, okay but um, I think just about every school that's terrific yeah that yeah. is great yeah mm -hmm. that is great when we had the tours last year or a couple of years ago going to the different schools we noticed that a lot of the schools had the gardens mm -hmm. very exciting mm. Mm. Even the Cardinal O'Connell, which is paved in blacktop, yeah, right, right, exactly. <laughs> had a garden, and that was pretty cool. Now, I, I know that there's always been a, a heavy push on ELA and math in our schools, and it's only the past few years that there's been a greater focus on sci getting science and social studies woven into the curriculum. And I, I think you've both been a part of that process. How do you feel it's, is it being successful at the elementary and middle school level, getting more science and social studies? Uh, I think it's definitely getting there at the elementary. Um, we can see that just through the orders, people, or, mm -hmm. you know, okay. uh, yep. or, you know, replenishing their kits at the end of, of, um, of their unit. So we can definitely see an it's increase in, in increase in that. Um, over last year, we had a lot of people ordering things and that people maybe that we hadn't seen order before. Or um, So I think um, their teachers really, they love science. The kids love science. They mm -hmm. love the hands-on piece yes. of it. Yeah. I mean, it's so important for our kids. Um, it's just the time. The time that's you know, it's always it's, it's, that balance, right? Yeah. You know, you have to prep, and there's a lot of you know setup beforehand, and but that's why it's nice we have the new science lead teachers, and they mm -hmm. can help them with mm -hmm. that. And um, I'll tell you, those frost kits when when those came in, that was I think my last year as a teacher. Mm -hmm. It was like heaven. Oh, everything's right, right here. Even right. though I may have to do some pulling together. Everything was right there. I didn't have to say, oh, well, I have to go to the store and get it. Right. Mm -hmm. And on the FOSS web itself, you can, they have the, I mean, the teachers have the books in English, but they mm -hmm. also have the elementary level of the books in Spanish. So, the, you know, you could actually have a, a well, newcomer parents, come in. Yeah. 
and uh, just go on and actually listen to it, you know, yeah. someone who doesn't speak any English at all. Now, do the families have access to those materials at home at all or not really? They're, I mean, they can access some when there is some homework connections that some of the mm -hmm. teachers do send home. Um, to kind of reinforce it so yeah. that they have that piece I was thinking well. a Spanish-speaking parent mm -hmm. might want to, to read what their child was doing right. in school. This, mm -hmm. And they can, they can access the site. The teachers certainly can share sure. materials with sure. them. Um, we have all our students do notebooks, science notebooks, from mm -hmm. kindergarten all the way up. And so there's some expectations along the way. But we're finding, which I love to hear, is that a student that moved from the Stocklosa school to the Sullivan School brings his notebook with oh, him nice. because oh, there's some true. value to what they yeah, put makes in. Sense. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's also yeah. consistent of what's been taught. You know, he's leaving one content, going to the same content at a different at school, a different school. Yeah. Um, right. but has the value of bringing that notebook. Yeah. And, so. and there's continuity mm -hmm. across the curriculum, mm -hmm. and that's exactly. reassuring. Exactly. Yeah, terrific. Mm -hmm. um, anything else that you'd like to share with us? I don't know. Yeah. So many things going on. I know, I know. <laughs> and we still, you know, I support the high school where we're mm -hmm. looking. We have Project Lead the Way, which is a national engineering program, and that's at the high school. This will be our second year. Um, and so we have, you know, at least an outlet, and these students are actually getting credit when they finish this course at wow. WPI. Excellent. And we've oh, started all the way in kindergarten at yeah. the STEM school, so students are participating in this program from kindergarten now all the way through the STEM, mm -hmm. and then we'll have that through line all the way through. So um, we're looking to expand that at the high school and do more with, with that as oh, opportunities great. for Excellent. students. Excellent. Terrific. Okay. So um, if it would be very helpful to all of uh, to us, for you to keep us updated on events that are coming up throughout the school year mm -hmm. so that we can alert people either on the radio yeah. or through our podcast. We want to thank you both, Patty and Marty, for coming in and interviewing with us. You've got some exciting things going. Thank our listeners, too, for tuning into this episode. We welcome your comments and feedback. And if you have suggestions for future podcasts, or if you are aware of UTL members who might be willing to share their experiences and expertise, send us an email at utl-straighttalk at gmail.com. We'll post links to some of the activities that Marty and Patty spoke about on our podcast website, utl495-straighttalk.com. And we'll post email links for each of our guests on our website as well. Until next time, this is Mickey Dumont and Amy Bisson wishing you all a great week.